instead of just your backyard, but it's a, a snowball fight. <laughs> I mean, a snowball fight. I mean, are you ever really too old for a snowball fight? No, because you're always throwing snow at people. See, no how are you oh perfect and getting better my man it's been a minute it's been a minute it feels like since our last probably a week yeah it's been it's been a good amount of time i don't know how long we, it really has we don't talk as much because um i'm really busy hence why i'm not even at home where i normally do the podcast i'm at work <laughs> I know. Um, I debated that, but the internet at my office sucks. So I'm like, I, I'll, I'll make it home for uh, this. Yeah, the internet here is pretty good. Not going to lie. <laughs> At the university, I'd hope it was good. Yeah. So um, I thought I had a different pair of glasses on for a second. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I was just like, which pair do I have on? But no, there's my usual pair. <laughs> okay. Good. Good. No, it's all good, man. Just keep them busy. You know, me and Matt. Uh, last weekend, actually, we were able to get out. He drove my boat out here to Montana, and uh, we put it on the water, and we actually got some drone footage of it. Um, on a yeah, really I saw you had a drone. Who's drone? Jared's. Jer I was wondering if it was Jared's. I was yeah. like, it, like I saw that he had some like drone footage, and I was like, oh, I wonder who got a drone. So here, here for everyone. So Jared doesn't listen uh to the podcast we know that uh so here's the shit talking time i'm gonna announce it um he got the drone he's planning to do real estate like landscape photography with it you know i think so but you got your other job you got a bunch of other jobs too to manage and do right now so i don't think you're going to do that i think he's just using that as the excuse to like buy a drone and spend the amount of money he did on it um, but it's a good drone and it was really cool. And I could see why, uh, they, they ban them in places too. Cause when we were flying it, a bird actually came over and just like hit it. Like, no way. Yeah. <laughs> so like in the footage, you can just see it flying and I was like, boom. That's fine. The coolest part, um, of our, of our adventure is, and I don't think I've told you, but so we, we took uh Morel Creek road right behind Sealy, right? Uh, so when you're when you're headed out north of Sealy, um, there's that weird like flag monument thing. Yeah. Uh, so you turn right, like right there and it's a forest service road and it takes you back to these lakes um, and it'll actually take you all the way to kind of Ovando uh, and behind the mountains there area. And it actually is the area where it was really burned up in the fires. So yeah. just devastated and you're looking at like mountain range after like a whole mountain range almost gone by this fire it was a big fire um and it almost came down towards ceiling um but there's so then what we did was we took the the road at this lake it goes straight up to a fire lookout and you can't drive all the way up to the fire lookout uh even though there's like the road kind of ends and there's like a gate and it's like for like the people working up there but you can hike up to there and go like talk to them and stuff we didn't hike because it was kind of windy and late in the day and Matt and Jared were, you know, wanting to do their own thing. Um, but we, uh, 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 we, on our way down, we, we were driving down the road and there was a black bear 
on the road. Oh. And we scared the piss out of it because he's like, oh, my God, there's like a car, you know, like it's this time of day. It was sunset and he's like, oh, shit. And then he ran right up into the hills and, and Jared's like, oh, that's cool. I said, get your drone out. And sure enough, he threw his drone out and he spotted the bear on the hill with it just walking. And he has this really cool shot of it walking across a log. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So it was like fun to like be like, oh, and then like. But then you could see the drone in the air and then see like, oh, that bear's like right over there, you know, underneath like those trees and in that area. Well, that is kind of cool. So it was, yeah. it was cool to kind of do and see, but he was kind of worried about stressing out the animals uh, because they do, they make a noise, you know, animals are curious about them. But, I, you know, to me, a bear's more curious and bears are very curious creatures because they'll get into garbage. They, you know, they are, that's just who they are. So yeah. I think anything, they're just going to be like, what? big bug yeah right <laughs> so i'm not i mean too... you don't know what he could think it is um you know but fly, you know you fly it near him the bear's gonna just go <laughs> yeah or like it will run off and you won't be able to catch it it'll go in those trees you know yeah. so uh, you know i i no, i get i get the worry though of stressing it out um oh yeah that's why so. we're very respectable about the difference and then knowing our drone laws and the areas in which we were at, you know, the private land and uh, the the state land that allows drones. Uh, yeah. Because we um, there are, I was looking up, you know, I got kind of worried at first, but um, they, they have pretty good postings of where and where not. Those are good. Oh, that's good. Like national parks, for sure, you know. And it makes sense. Like, it totally makes sense after watching that bird go after it and all that fun stuff. But That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I actually realized I have a lot of questions about stuff you've been doing lately because you've done a lot lately. Yeah, it's a, uh, I don't know yeah. where we where you and I last left off, but I well, you I, did so you did the stuff at Sealy, um, but you also went down to the Redwoods. Yeah, I took my family down there. Yeah, and I haven't heard, you know, because the last time, I believe, actually on the last episode. Um, we talked about how your, was it your dad, your family, and Thea, everyone's like, um, oh, they're just trees. They're just yeah. trees. And then you get down there. And so now I want the, they've been down there report. Did, uh, what did they think yeah. of just trees? Yeah. And, and that was, that was a fun trip. Because uh, my, my, my family is not necessarily, there are a lot of, we've done a lot of hotel type of trips when we traveled. Um, so to do an Airbnb together, I think they kind of actually liked it because it was, it was nice. It was easy, you know, to get down there and do it. Um, we actually stayed in Eureka, um, oh, nice. in that little, little town south of Eureka. Ferndale? No, Port, uh, it's, it's right where the jetty goes out. We were on the jetty essentially. Um, south of it? South of Eureka. Um, oh. yeah, it was really cool. Um, it was right on the water, essentially, you know, across the street was like a, the park to like be out, walk on the beach and whatnot. And, uh, we were our balcony, you could see the ocean and all the boats. And like, I saw some birds flying up in circles and just man, slamming the water and watching them fish. Um, that was really cool. So we got, we got down there late because it's a long drive down there because of the route you take. And that construction where they're always having construction did you get uh, screwed by it 
where we had to wait till uh, like six o'clock to go by because it was closed for like three hours. Yeah. Yeah. So on our way down there, we're driving down there. Our map just reroutes us completely. (laughs) Completely rerouted us. Oh, that's a bummer. So we're like, oh my gosh. So we went down to Crescent City. I showed them the lighthouse. Um, we kind of taught, you know, we got, got food there in Crescent City. Um, it, was, it was good. We were fine. Um, and then we got down to the Airbnb. It was a good Airbnb. Woke up the next morning, kind of took our time getting ready. Uh, I took them first to the albino tree. Uh, oh, you did take them to it? I wanted to show them that. And then Joe picked up one of the like leaves that have like recently fallen on the ground. Cause he's like, look at it. It's like white still <laughs> like by day two, it was like Brown. Cause it's like dead. And he, he was upset about that, but he, he really, Joe really liked it. Did he, he? Was about the trees. He's like, Oh my God, these things are huge. They um, are some. Well, and then like all the little towns that we stopped in, cause we hit a lot of little stops um, along the way. And I think that's what my dad and my dad really liked that. And he liked, he, I mean, he was, actually in like wow this is this is really cool uh josh was kind of i think he was in awe that he could drive his car through one he was like it's just trees still uh, just big trees but um my mom liked it i mean i think my mom was more for it uh for the family aspect yeah. of getting us all together and tyler and his girlfriend they didn't even do the avenue of giants uh they basically went as far as eureka and just like a little past eureka into the avenue of giants um oh really and they went down by themselves so like all this stuff legend of bigfoot store drive through tree like she never did that and like they were like oh this is like where it's at yeah there's a lot of cool stuff on that avenue of the giants i mean the albino redwoods there um you know there's i mean it's just a scenic drive uh, in general and and that's what we did we did 101 all the way down to uh uh the 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 drive-through tree um the chandler tree or whatever yes and uh we actually ate right there in that town um blanking leggett uh there's a restaurant called the peg house right so it looks like one of those rinkety dink places you see along the road down there and you're like are we sure you want to stop at this store (laughs) because i we stopped at the uh the place just right after the Bigfoot, where the grandfather tree is by the, the Bigfoot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were looking for a place to eat lunch. And uh, they, they were all done serving lunch. And they, I asked the guys working the gift shop. And they're like, go down to Lake. If you're going down to Leggett, there's a place called the Peg House. It's really good food. Um, so we stopped there and we're like, are you sure? And it was around back. And it was this cute little courtyard. They had like big pots with like gardens in them you know tomatoes and pumpkins growing in these big pots and oh really a stage for live music and it looked nice and like the food was really good it was on like sabata buns and like really interesting yeah (laughs) like it felt very la you know yeah god that's (laughs) such a that's such a humble thing where like you look at it and you're like Nah, I don't know. And then, like, you get into it, and you're like, "Dang, this is a pleasant surprise." But the little market you go in does fit the description of like what you see on the outside. The restaurant, completely different. That's funny. That's but, real funny. 
It was cool. I mean, it was really cool. Um, and then after that, we did the Avenue of Giants on the way back. Um, and, you know, I think my parents really, they really enjoyed it. They got to meet Matt's dad and mom because my dad bought teepee poles from them. Oh, so. that's uh, that probably uh, answered a lot of questions they had about Matt. And not only that, but uh, uh, it added a couple hours to our trip. Oh, easy, easy. <laughs> uh, how was Trees of Mystery? Oh, my God. So, yeah, on our last day down there, that Sunday, uh, so we came back to Airbnb, did all that, left Sunday morning uh, back north, and we went Trees of Mystery. And it's worth the money. Is it? $20 per person. Oh, that's actually covers, not even bad. And it covers everything you do. Um, so there's all the different, uh, types of trees. They have this little walk. It's like a walkway. It walks you through it, right? You walk through all the different trees, the big trees, the, 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 oh, I forget what they, they called it, but it was like the four trees, five trees standing together in like a row. Um, they have like a really tall privately owned tree is what it's called in the world's tallest privately owned tree. Um, the ropes course. I mean, I would pay $20 to do that ropes course up in the trees like because you're walking on like probably from like five six trees on this yeah I, I knew that they had like the the bridges and stuff like between them and it was kind of cool i mean there was a lady that was doing it she got really terrified um <laughs> thea was kind of scared herself doing it because when you're up there you look down and you're like that's a fall far and then you look <laughs> up and you go that's a big tree and you're like i'm like not even halfway up this big tree and i'm like this is kind of big Dang. Um, and then the the and then you take they also have a uh uh the, oh, the gondola yeah the yeah it goes up it goes up the mountain and for us when we were there the fog it was really foggy down below so uh. we were in the fog and then we came out of the fog and it was a nice day up on top of the mountain oh actually i bet that'd be cool it was. It really kind of was because um, it's just how you moved through it. Um, yeah. Well, honestly, my favorite days in the Redwood Forest is when there's a fog. Yeah, I, I could imagine that. When you get that fog in there, because that's when you really get like, it's got like this like spooky feel, but you don't necessarily feel spooked out. Yeah, it's an eerie kind of. Yeah. Yeah, but, but it's like almost it should belong. Uh, when we were out actually out on Sealy, that drone shot was, or we were on, uh, that was a foggy morning. It felt like, oh. I like that. Yeah. Cause it cleared. We were out fishing while we were fishing in like 20 minutes from when we took that footage, it cleared and it was a bright blue, sunny, shining day. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we had really good weather when we were down in the redwoods, which was nice too. Um, cause you don't get that a lot down there and that was really pretty and nice. No. Yeah. But, it, um. I happened to be in Humboldt that same weekend, I think, but I was there for work. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I remember it being a very, very nice weekend. Um, it really was. And like going out on the beach was nice. Um, yeah. Sitting out on the balcony. Um, it was, I don't, I mean, it was really cool. Trees and Miss, they even that, that gift shop museum they have, uh, it's a lot, they have a large ownership of a lot of Native American relics. Um, I think it isn't it native owned. I think so. I think they have something to do with the tribe there. It's like um, the Klamath tribe is right there. Um, yeah. 
And I think they do have something to do with it, but that, that, but what's really cool with the history of like the natives that they have different cult, all the different regions kind of like, here's some stuff here and there. I mean, I was taking pictures cause I'm like, that's a cool pattern from the Southwest. That's a cool pattern for the planes for our design ideas of like, Oh, look, like here's some ideas that yeah. of uh, stuff, but I mean, it was, it was cool. I mean, it was a def, definitely, we spent a couple hours there worth the 20 bucks. We even ate across the street at the restaurant and it uh it was really interesting because they they have uh like on the ceiling they make it look like you're underneath a pond on one side of the restaurant so it's just like duck feet hanging down and like oh, interesting. Yeah. and then the uh uh other side is all like fake plants on the ceiling oh yeah, so it's all green yeah 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 i've ne i never did the trees of mystery it was always one of those things where um we talked about doing it but we never actually like wouldn't because i mean it's kind of a trek from humble like yeah in Arcata. it's closer to crescent city oh much much closer and you know? i think so but i've i've always had heard good things but not enough people i knew had actually ever went yeah no i'm, I'm glad i did it and i do recommend it because Especially if it's helping out a tribe, I gotta I gotta look into that to see if the tribe does own it. Because uh, support your tribes, everybody. Yeah, I know that it's all like tribal area right there. Yeah. Um, I just don't know if the tribe owns that or not. I'm curious because that logo is the Indian on the horse. So yeah, I mean we'll see. But yeah, it was <laughs> worth it. And then yeah, I was in Sealy, and then you even did when we we're up in Sealy, we did a off-road jeep trail which Jeep, there's a Jeep app you can download. It's called Jeep Badge. And they'll send, if you do certain trails, and it's the only one in Montana that they've certified, um, they'll mail you a badge to put on your Jeep. Because it's basically their way of also saying like, this Jeep has been trail rated on that trail. And like when they trail rate Jeeps, you know, like to say like, yeah, that's certified, it's good. Uh, Cause you type in your serial number and everything. Oh, wow. Look at you getting all, getting all official. Well, it was Jared's Jeep. I'll take, oh. but I could probably take mine up there. Uh, so and you I'll, don't get, you don't have the cool badge. Only Jared does. Huh? I mean, I filled it out, so it's coming. <laughs> but I'm gonna, I'm gonna do mine more. I'm gonna take mine up there and then like give it the badge the same day, kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I did it, and I know like my Jeep can could handle it, which oh, I'm glad. Okay. But there, I, what's nice is there are some areas where it's like yeah, obviously it can't handle that, but you can bypass that one. Oh yeah. They have some of that stuff from like those big ones. Like dirt, yeah. there, there's a lot of dirt bikers too. So like there's, you know, where it's like, yeah, obviously a car's not going up there. Yeah. Is it, it's the Vroom Vroom dirt bikers? Yeah. Like, oh, it's a, it's considered an OHV trail. Oh, okay. 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 And then I went up to Wolf Point and, you know, did, a, did the Wolf Point thing. So just traveling. Yeah. You've been doing a lot. I've been super jealous, man. I, uh been nothing here it's been smoky it hasn't even been fun to be outside it's been smoky here too and like i like i i always forget that like it does kind of affect you and affect me you know because like you feel it on your breathing sometimes right like and i don't necessarily think like that i'm like why is this like like that today i feel like like my throat's kind of stuffed up and like you know, when i was up in wolf point there wasn't as much smoke and it like, I was like, oh, like, this is fine. And then I got back today and I'm like, God, this kind of sucks because down south here, like Billings, we get 
all you guys' Western fires from like Washington, Canada. Like all the wind comes like this way. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, and I was looking at the air quality for you guys and you guys aren't too bad. Um, you know, cause the nice part about where you are is it doesn't like necessarily sit um, like it does for us. Um, like we sit in this valley right here. So the smoke just comes in and sits. We, you know, we've been sitting at like the air AQI, the air quality index. Yeah. We've been around like, I think the lowest we've had this week is like 150. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's been, we've yeah. been just, yeah, we I don't have to keep track of it all because um, for work. But yeah, I mean, I, I've got the map up right now and you know, you, you, there's a ton of fires and smoke out by you, but your air quality is still pretty decent. Yeah, we're at 72 right now. It, it has been bad. Um, these last couple, like this last week, it's gotten bad. We had a cold front, like rain and stuff coming through, which was nice. That really helped. Um, but yeah, uh, in, uh, yeah, exactly. You need that. And you got, Oregon has not got rain this year, which is yeah. kind of scary. Yeah, it has. If you, anybody out there listening is uh, wanting to actually see the map become wildfire season for us and canada it'll tell you in canada too uh you want to go to airnow.gov it's airnow.gov is a fantastic website um it, it'll show you even where the smoke is which is kind of cool to sometimes see because uh for like no real reason at all you'll see just these like clouds of smoke over the ocean <laughs> you're like well okay yeah it's just because where the wind's blown the smoke and it's just like sitting out there in like a pocket that's cool yeah. yeah that is a cool actually i think that is the same website i was checking out because i was curious where our fire smoke was coming from because i mean like today i can see the rims but that when i can't see the rims it's a bad day and in this yellowstone river valley like like you said like you're you're more of a mountain valley and that's like missoula sealy so when those fires are up in those areas i mean those that air quality is really bad um you've been to washington grizzly stadium um there, when I was there for the North Dakota State Grizzly game a couple years in like 2016, when the Grizz beat North Dakota State, um, they the air quality was so bad, like you couldn't even see the mountain behind the stands, or like you could barely see like the other stands, like through the smoke. And yeah, it was nuts. Yeah, we we've had some days pretty close to that. Um, yeah. Bend. Over the weekend, they had the the worst air quality in the country. They were up in like the three fifties for it. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, there's just it's a lot of there's a lot of newer fires, um, and the just the wind comes blowing. Although you know, looking at looking at Montana over there, I mean, you guys have a ton of fires too. <laughs> I know at one point in August we had like seventy seven. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that fire line is very important. And that's one thing I saw when I was up in Sealy is the fire line that they cut, uh, for that fire. You could see some of that in some of the areas and it's nuts, man. It's just kind of crazy when you yeah. think about it. Um, but that's, I mean, that's kind of exciting. Cause I mean, we talk about fire, uh, with both, uh, Andrew and Ray. Um, so go check out those episodes if you want to learn more about that. But I think we're kind of coming close to what we got in store for you guys huh what do you say uh which is i mean 
my favorite segment always cool shit in nature <laughs> can't forget about cool shit in nature um this week i got two things i got one um one thing that really puzzled me uh watching it you know what that means time for another commercial break where we get to tell you to like subscribe and review our podcast whether you're getting that podcast on spotify itunes youtube whatsapp whatever podcast app you use you can make it happen and don't forget this is also the time to let uh, let you guys know that you can pick up that wandering ways swag at the teespring make sure to check it out the link is in the bio down below or in the episode description it's even in the show description too if you can't find it in the episode but you can go on there you can get your sweatshirts you can get your uh, shirts you can get long sleeve short sleeves you can even get some socks uh it looks pretty cool uh highly recommend you will be impressing everybody at your next bonfire with some Wandering Ways swag. You know, and if that's not enough, we're going to tell you to follow us individually on our social medias. You could check me out at the Rugru or Zach of Wandering Ways. You know, check out the adventure firsthand where there might not be any ads. Exactly. And who doesn't like some good free pub? I need the follow followers to go up. So I'm going to throw out reverend marcus check me out on the twitter on the instagram um i do some cool stuff so please give me the follow all right we also do not cool stuff yeah but anyways uh let's keep wandering on i want to show and then there's another thing too um but this one's the one i really want to this one's a fun one Oh, look at this. It's, it's super chill and then just like for no reason. Plap. <laughs> so, Orca just like slaps a stingray. Um, I wonder if it hurts it or what it does to it. You know what I mean? I mean, I feel like it would do something. But yeah. what's crazy is, and I mean, the caption for this kind of says it all. Just slaps it for no apparent reason. Yeah. Well, and I was watching, so I actually saw a video the other day of dolphins doing this with fish. They'll just whack them like 30 feet. Like, just Oh, I saw that same video. <laughs> the, the dolphins, they flung them. Like, yeah. I mean, a good distance. Like one through one over like this bridge. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was like, I mean, these guys went flying. <laughs> and it's funny because it's like the way they swim by the fish. And it's like they stop and turn because they see that one. And it's like, I'm going to put you right up on my tail. And then wham! Yeah, flings it. Just Beat absolutely him. flings them. Which is kind of the crazy part about it. Yeah, it really uh, was, though. But this next video, I came across it. And I honestly watched it for a while because I was just super, like, intrigued by, by watching this. So this... This guy, for the people just listening, is pouring salt water in these sand holes. And then just as, like, water gets squirted up and, like, these, what I'm assuming are clams, start just coming out of the holes. Oh, wow. Yeah, but it's so, it was so interesting because it's just like, he just pours some water in and all of a sudden just... <laughs> <laughs> That is kind of cool. 
Yeah, right? Because it's something where it's just so, so odd. odd. Yeah. And oh, that one fell over. Well, because he's all the way out now. <laughs> oh, those are clams. Maybe he's fishing them. That's his dinner. I mean, very well could, but, you know. Or she. Or she. We don't know who it is. <laughs> you or she. This person. But, yeah, he just pours some water in these holes. And then They come out. Yeah. Um, I was going to say the place we I, I remember the place we stayed because there was some stuff not like this, but the clams, all the clam shells we found is King Salmon. Down oh, there. Oh, 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 I know. Exactly there on that. Yeah. 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 King Salmon, California, not to be confused with King Salmon, Alaska, exactly. which I would argue is a better place than King Salmon, California. You know, I don't know if I sent you the uh, the picture because me and my dad were like, let's let, we went and got pizza one of the nights. And we, after we were like, let's drive down to the end of this thing because we see all these cars going down, like passing the Airbnb. Like, where are they going to? Um, there's a big trailer. There was a trailer park down there and uh, quite a few trailers. And there's this one man. I swear to God, he had like 30 cats. <laughs> on his trailer and like on the railing there was probably like 10 of them just sitting there and me and my dad are like what the fuck i'm like stop the car i need to take a picture of this and i sent it to jared i said you if you don't change your ways but we stopped and the guy came out of his house kind of because he's like why is a car stopping in front of my house had his shirt off and everything and it was like oh god like let's go yeah that that sounds about right that does sound about right uh, it was fun though it was fun Oh yeah, Humboldt. Humboldt's a great place. It's a, it's an odd place, but it's a great place. It is. Um, but anyways, yeah, we're gonna go hop into um, what we're here to talk about today, and probably why you're listening because you read the title of the episode, um, and you've been waiting forever to uh, listen to what we have in store. I know it's a little bit early. We're still in fall or just beginning the fall, but. You know, things are starting to be booked more. Permits are starting to become a reason for getting into places, in and out of places. So it's never too early to start planning your winter adventure. And we are going to give our top five winter activities, stuff that you can do in the winter. Some of them you can do any type of, time of year. Um, but we think they're extra fun in the winter because the winter adds a whole nother element. Uh, sometimes rain, a lot of rain, sometimes just the cold and sometimes snow. So anyways, we're gonna give off our top five. Um, we'll start with number five. And uh, Zach, why don't you, Ranger Zach, why don't you lead it off? Um, yeah, so uh, my number five, um, which, should come as no surprise and it actually might be in my heart higher up the list um, but for the sake of this episode i put it at number five but it is hot springing i love i absolutely love to go hot springing um especially in the winter you know you're in these 90 100 degree pools there's snow outside um a lot of the hot springs here in montana have like drinks or food sometimes you can eat or, or chill by the pool with that so it's just a fun um ex experience um you know your hair freezes sometimes um it's, it's just fun um you know in the summer you're not really hot springing sometimes you know i've tried to you're like it's an 80 degree day i don't want to get in a 90 degree pool um 
I do though. I do like hot tubbing like all the time. So, I do. so if it's, you know, I'll do it in the summer, I'll do it in the winter, but in the winter, it's really fun. Um, oh, hundred percent. Hot springing in the, in the winter, you know, if you're lucky, there's some snow falling, the steam's kind of rising up. Uh, you get nice and hot. And then if you're crazy, this is something I would love to do too. So you find like a nice cold lake that you can jump into when you're hot, just freeze yourself off and then hop back into that hot spring. <laughs> See, that's where, that's where you need to come uh, to Yellowstone hot springs right there in Gardner, the new one. Um, Cause they have a cold pool you can jump in. Yeah, see that I love I love being able to get super hot and then jumping in super cold. Well, and then like you said, the steam and the heat, right? In the winter, that steam is so thick. And what I like, um, and I'm going to go back to Yellowstone Hot Spring as the example uh, because of the way that pool. I went there quite a bit last winter. Um, the way that pool works, uh, you can have a lot of people in that pool at once, but that steam almost makes it feel like your little area is just who's there. Um, and people are usually quiet when it's steamy like that. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't either. Sitting in a hot spring when it's like snowing and uh, the steam's really going also makes you like, um, I always, every time I think of it and like I'm in it, I always think of those monkeys in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that just chill in the hot springs all day. I always think about them. I'd love it. I'd love that life. I mean, the hot springs life is great. Uh, the mineral 100%. water sometimes is just good for your skin and body. Um, yeah, 100%. Oh, so good. Love me some hot springs. Uh, going on to my number five. Um, this one is a little bit more of a fun one because uh, I think it would be really cool to do out um, in, in like a national park or anywhere really out in nature. Um, instead of just your backyard, but it's a, a snowball fight. <laughs> I mean, snowball fight. I mean, are you ever really too old for a snowball fight? No, because you're always throwing snow at people. See, no exactly. So let's let's take it and let's like have a beautiful backdrop of Yellowstone or Crater Lake or <laughs> Glacier with all these snow, all the snowy landscape, and let's have this. You know, I. I think we should have some fundraisers in the national parks. Get a bunch of people and just have like this huge snowball fundraiser snowball fight. Yeah, no, I love it. I'm on board. Sign, sign the Wandering Ways team up. Uh, do a little tournament, a snowball tournament. I don't know. It's like dodgeball, but with snow. Um, yeah, right. Circuit, I know? think it would be. I think it would be so much fun. Just really a bunch would. of people running in like some area in the park, just throwing snowballs at each other. Lamar Valley. Oh, that'd be a great place. There you go. That'd be, that'd be a great place to do. You have the Rangers out there. You have a team of Rangers be a team. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> or um, what you could also do is like Old Faithful. That's a good area. <laughs> and then the geysers just go off randomly as you're like mid-throw. <laughs> that'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be oh, I like that. I It's simple. It's kind of silly. And not a lot of people probably would think of it, but a winter activity going out in nature or national park. Let's have a snowball fight. Get more people well, involved. And just playing around in the snow. That's always a fun time. Facts. Super facts. <laughs> uh, going into number four. So my number four, um, I, I don't, you know, I'm a fisherman. You know, I'm going to say ice fishing. Um, 
it's not always the funnest when you're out doing it because I've never caught anything ice fishing. So like you're literally just going to go sit out on the ice or go sit in a shack out on the ice. Cause it's too windy. Um, so that's fun, I guess. No, I, I like it. Uh, it's, it's more about who you're doing it with, why you're doing it. Uh, the conversations you have, it, you know, it's, it's the adventure, not the, not the destination type of journey. And we, uh, I've been fortunate to go quite a bit, you know, when I lived down in New Mexico and we'd go up there in Northern New Mexico, Southern Colorado, and we'd do it, we would do it on snowmobiles where we'd snowmobile in onto the lake and dig your ice holes and fish for a while. And, um, we do it up, you know, up here in Montana too. Um, on like on a good day when you're, when it's a nice warmer day and the ice is, you know, three, four feet thick and go sit out on the water, uh, you know, on a chair sometimes too. And, all that fun stuff when, with, with, with what comes with ice fishing. Um, I've never caught, I've always wanted to go spear ice fishing for pike. I love fishing pike. Um, they make these big like trident things, you know, and basically pike are curious animals. So you put these little decoys at the bottom of the hole and you wait for the pike to swim over and you just drop the trident on them. And you know. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I, I've always kind of wanted to try that just to see, cause they just, you see people drop cameras sometimes down their ice holes and yeah. Pike. They just literally swim up to them and like they're a weird fish because they're like an apex predator fish so they literally like swim right up like that and just like check it out like okay yeah. you know <laughs> they they are kind of a weird fish for they're, sure they're a snake man yeah <laughs> there i was just watching a video i mean this isn't ice fishing but or even spear fishing but this is fishing a different method um and talking about ice fishing and spear fishing remind me of it but i, I was watching this guy that i follow on instagram and he's in the back of a boat that's kind of moving and he had a bow he just had a bow and he just <laughs> and he just i mean he he dead on hit one a fish and just pulled it in <laughs> a lot of a lot of guys do that for carp uh because what carp these carp will do is they'll come to the top of the water so you can see them right there it's fun and some of them will even jump out of the water in places they'll drive a boat right over them you see them jumping up and they'll oh it's interesting some, it's some cool stuff um but you really have to know your aim because the water and the yeah oh yeah water adds a whole nother element to it but so yeah talking about ice fishing just made me think of it just off the cuff yeah well i tried to take matt fishing out here in montana i mean we did we caught him a trout uh, he cooked it up himself he said the next day um but it was it was bad because we weren't catching any pike um i mean matt was trying more to catch a woman than catch pike while we were fishing out on the boat because we were still in cell service Oh, 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 and you know, and he's always like, I want to go fishing. I want to catch fish. I want to hunt. And it's like, dude, you got to put in the time, you know, and he's, he's not necessarily one that does that all the time. Um, so he's not successful all the time, but we got him, uh, we went night fishing and we have these glow bobbers and sure enough, man, we're just sitting out at that, at, at that same pond. You caught that one and like you threw that, threw him out of the water. Oh, the one I call it the my hands. <laughs> yeah. So we're sitting there with the glow bobbers and, you know, they're going under the water. And so Matt's having a good time. He <laughs> caught his trout, his Montana trout he really wanted to catch. So it was good. Oh, good, good, good for Matt. Good for Matt. Um, going on to my number four. Um, this is actually something I've only ever done once in my life, partly because I've been super busy in the winter time of year traditionally. Uh, maybe I can go this year because my winters will be more available. Oh, shit. Uh, 
So uh, <laughs> catch me out there. But um, it is snowboarding slash skiing. Um, now I've done snowboarding. That was the one I did. And uh, right now we can go up and it will be like mountain one mark zero. So, um, you know, I, I feel like I have to go redeem myself. And I, I want to try skiing because I think it's a little bit different. Um, oh, yeah. So, um, but it's something I really want to do. A lot of people look like they have an absolute blast. There's a, a girl uh, went to school with, she's off in like Alaska now. And I see her skiing all the time. She does a lot of cool stuff other than just like skiing. She does like backcountry stuff. It's pretty intense. But um, I see her skiing all the time. And I'm like, damn, uh, looks pretty sweet what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. No, skiing. I mean, Montana, it's big out here. People do it. Um, I broke my leg skiing. Um, it was not fun. Uh, that's why I did snowboarding the next time I went out on the hill, um, which, you know, if, if we were doing keep and score, I'd say mountain three, Zach zero kind of thing. <laughs> um, you know, uh, it's fun. I get, I love it. I, and I like that you put snowboard slash skiing. Cause I, you know, you're going to the same place to do the activity. You can do them together. Yeah. Um, and, and this winter, I know YOLO, you know, our guest we had on last December, uh, he, it wants to come out to Montana and go skiing. Cause I, he he's been going to Mount hood and I'm like, dude, you got to come out here. It's so much better. Um, if red lodge gets good snow, arguably one of the best mountains in America. Cause you know, it's cheaper. It's not like big sky where it's all hyped up, but it's what like a true ski resort is and was, you know, it's that Americana. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, skiing, snowboarding, I've done, I've only ever done it once, uh, you know, and it was classic, like those old cartoons where you start tripping down the hill and it's all the person at the end. It's a giant snowball with the person in it. That was me, 100%. Um, so it's something I want to do again, hopefully maybe soon rather than later. Um, I can get up and uh, go play around on the mountain. Oh, yeah, dude, that would be fun. And I, is there any ski resorts down by you down there in Southern Oregon? Oh, yeah, there's uh, literally Mount Ashland you can go skiing so it's oh. literally in the backyard kind of well there you go i know no, i don't even have to go far so that might even be worth it <laughs> yeah. no i'm just curious i don't know i'm not uh, all i know is mount hood mount bachelor type stuff um down there mount adams i think right they have uh yeah i don't know if mount adams does oh I can be um, but i mean there's bachelor there's hood and then there's um hoodoo which oh. is like sisters area um there's a lot of a lot of snowboarding and skiing out this way but anyways we'll move it on to number three on our top five list of winter activities uh coming in for number three for you uh animal watching um and this is kind of interesting because people are like what animal watching in the winter <laughs> um there's less people out there's less activity going on um even in a lot of wildlife um too, you know, like hibernation with bears, uh, certain animals you're not going to see. But, you know, if you get the chance to go into some of these national parks in the winter, uh, a lot of the animals use the roads for travel because the roads are flat. It's not as hard to walk through in the snow on. Um, so when you go to Yellowstone, you see a lot of bison close to the roads. You'll see, you know, like that fox I saw hunting. And the best thing about that fox was, you know, it's not his summer ratty coat. It's his full winter coat. He's 
out hunting in the snow, planet Earth type stuff, you know? Um, I really like that, um, the quietness of the snow uh, when you're out there with the animals. Um, when you, you know, when you're on the river and you see the otters swimming um, or very, whatever, the, you know, animal that's in the water. That's cool. Um, the deer, you see those more. You can find tracks. You can follow tracks. Um, that's really cool. Hunt. I like hunting in the snow too. So that's why I throw in animal watching because it's just a different element added in there. Um, and when you get, you know, I had one morning out here, we were hunting. Um, it was probably negative 10. It was, you know, sunrise. So like five in the morning and we're sitting there in our truck, you know, driving on this, you know, snowy road. And all of a sudden we just see this big owl flying, right. And it just lands on this post right next to a sunrise right behind it and everything. And you're just like, Oh my God, like, look at that. Like, that's just beautiful. Like, good morning. You know, thank you creator, you know, like for just blessing me with, you know, seeing this and being able to respect it and understand it. Um, I really, I, it, there's just something about the snow and animals I like and, and the possibilities of running into them and the fun they have in it too, you know, go to the zoo when it snows and see what the animals are doing. Cause they like the snow too. Uh, some dogs do and some dogs don't, you know, they're fun to watch as well. So I don't know, animal watching in the snow. I dig it. I dig mm-hmm. it. I, I, I feel you on that one. Um, I do feel you on that one. Yeah. Going to number three for myself. Uh, It is sledding. I love me some sledding. (laughs) Uh, You know, get whether it is the old, like, just take a garbage bag, cut some armholes through it, and uh, penguin slide that puppy. Or if you got a disc, a tube, you name it, let's do it. Um, The year we went and stayed in West Yellowstone, they had in the park big old slide, like this slide of people were sledding down. They even had a jump uh, that I tried many a times, um, and I don't think I stuck it once. (laughs) But because, I mean, you'd get, I'm getting probably like three feet off the air and off it when you catch air. And so you're landing hard. Oh, yeah. But I mean, it was a nice hill. I mean, it doesn't have to be just that hill. You need to pick any spot that's got a hill and you can do uh, some sledding, which is always uh, a fun, fun time. And anybody can do, anybody can go sledding, whether you're really little and you just have them sit in your lap, right? Or if you are super old, you just got to go down the hill on a tube or something. Well, and some ski resorts will even have like sled hills that they build nice holes that you can ride up and do all that um living in montana there's tons of hills uh so tons of sledding opportunities you know in our backyard uh there was the golf course you know and right there there was the tee off box was on this big hill all the neighborhood kids would come to that hill to come sledding and you know there'd be ramps that people would build it was fun uh we'll go down to red lodge and sled on you know we're cutting down our christmas tree go find like a hill to sled on and i mean that's yeah i love it that's actually my number two um, sledding. <laughs> sledding yeah because uh it uh it's fun um our neighborhood even the park that they built they built the whole like park uh for the kids so there's a jungle gym all that right basketball court but they also in the the hill kind of area of the park they designed it to be a sled hill so when the snow falls there's these different like shoots you can oh. 
do so like you you can haul down some of them if you start at the top and just go you know um but it was really cool um to do that and like that was a fun one and we would go at night you know in high school and stuff and because you know it's fun at all ages oh 100 100 percent sledding is a blast that's what i remember from uh when i hiked to the top of mount saint helens the way down it was basically a big old sled now I, i didn't have any i just did it on my pants um but you know they had these little canals of the snow and you just fly on down it's an absolute blast to go sledding it is and then it's even more fun is to be pulled behind a sled on like an ATV or something or a, even a snowmobile. Yeah. That's fun. That's a blast. But so that's your, that's your number two, huh? Yeah. That's what I was going to say. What's yours? Cause uh, <laughs> yeah, the words there. Uh, my number two um, is just snowshoeing. Okay. Um, you know, I've gone snowshoeing a couple times now and um, it's fun. You know, you just, go out, you stay on top of the snow, and it's kind of cool to put on the whole snowshoes and just go trudge around, whether it's a park, maybe it's a lighter hike, um, a lighter hike trail you normally do, but you're going through some pretty thick snow, so you can do it regardless if you have like four feet of snow, um, but it, it's a lot of fun. I mean, you feel, you feel cool putting on snowshoes, because you're like, I'm one of those winter adventurers. <laughs> Right. So yeah, there's a there's a cool factor to putting on some snowshoes, um, but you know, walking's pretty sweet, and adding a little snow and snowshoes makes it even a little bit sweeter. Well, that's kind of like cross country skiing that people do in the winter too. Um, I've never snowshoed. I've always wanted to. I've always see them at like the stores. Like I see Walmart sometimes on the clearance aisle. We'll put like their snowshoes there, and I'm like, you know, like twenty bucks, like maybe. But then I'm like. No, I'd rather get some like decent ones to where it's like I would make me want to enjoy the hobby, not be like this sucks. You know, yeah, yeah. Walmart ones. Being, why would I horseshoe or yeah. snowshoe? Um, but yeah, I, I've always kind of wanted to. I've never done it. Um, I have big feet as is, so my <laughs> size fifteen boots are. You know, they act like snowshoes sometimes because I'm only 160 pounds. So <laughs> <laughs> I kind of I kind of float on top of the snow anyway. <laughs> I mean, you're probably not wrong. Um, yeah. You probably do kind of just sit up on the snow like that. But yeah, snowshoeing, it's fun. I've gone a couple times. Um, you know, I, I don't live, I haven't lived um, where there is a lot of snow. Where I live now is probably the area I have ever gotten the most snow. So a lot of these winter activities I haven't done unless I've gone on a trip somewhere. Um and snowshoeing is like, one of them I've done on trips. I feel like that's a lot of our listeners too, though. There's a lot of people that are in areas where, yeah, they might get snow, um, but they don't get the copious amounts of it like Montana does. Um, and I feel for you guys. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I kind of like the snow. Um, I like driving my Jeep. I, I've designed my Jeep essentially to handle the snow. <laughs> Everything on it is like my, because I've got, when I drove a Kia Soul, I would go off the road all the time. <laughs> so i made sure we're good to go in the snow um which makes no really kind of sense uh what my number one activity is but it is snowmobiling oh i absolutely love snowmobiles i'm kind of mad my dad sold his snow sold our snowmobiles to uh my uncle but at least my uncle has them and i could be like hey let's go <laughs> yeah 
Um, but last year there wasn't like we had one week of snow in Billings, and that was it, which was oh, cool. Wow. Um, but the mountains got some snow and a decent amount. But uh, we, on the other hand, um, like I've been, I mean, my whole life we've, we've gone snowmobiling. You know, when we lived down in New Mexico, we'd go up to Chama in the winter and that's all we did. And that was fun. I mean, we would go in to go ice fishing. We would just go on trail rides. We would go um, just to go. And there was this one day I remember it was really like, it was a blizzard. A blizzard hit us um because we were the only truck and trailer up that mountain and the one truck and another trailer we saw they were on their way out when we were coming in and sure enough we went out and uh it got real snowy on us and we came back and we're coming around the bend this bend and it was kind of on a hill and i'm holding on to my mom and all of a sudden the snowmobile starts going 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 we chip right down this hill, roll the thing down the hill. We're down there. My dad drove ahead because the snow is just piling up, right? Yeah. It's just fluffy. Um, so the snowmobiles are having trouble finding those spots. So it's loose in areas. So it's really easy to do that kind of stuff. Um, he probably spent an hour getting that thing out of where we rolled it down. We get back on the snowmobiles. We ride them back to the trailer. It was like, why did we do that? Um, but I mean, we kept going back. I even had a little kid snowmobile um which was fun uh like 150 horsepower engine you know little tiny. yeah um it was fun and we would ride it around our house here uh in montana and you know we will go out to jared's house sometimes and they when they have snow on the roads ride them around out there because they got like a lake and when you can get out on these lakes like sealy and whatnot you know you can get those things going 70 miles an hour just out on like the lake bed because it's just flat because the ice yep. is just... <laughs> <laughs> fun I love it. I, oh, I grew up doing it and I love it. I, that's one motorsport I would have been okay with like trying to go pro in. <laughs> Snowmobiling. <Yeah. laughs> I, I dig it. Snowmobiling's fun. I've only ever gone, I've only ever done it once when I was a little kid. And I remember thinking it was the coolest thing in the world. And I wasn't even driving, I was just riding. Um, Get behind the wheel of one of those. Oh, I mean, oh, yeah. I'm trying to convince my uncle and Jared to go down to the Bighorns because. Uh, when we went down to the medicine wheel with Matt, there's these giant parking lots that are just for snowmobiles and snowmobile trailers that lead to all the trailheads down there. Oh, interesting. Um, but I really want to get into that. Nice. No, that'd be good. That's a, that's a good number one, uh, snowmobiling. Uh, before I let off my number one, I'm going to tease everybody with some honorable mentions that I had. Um, really, there's only one uh, that I want to talk about. It's because I've never done it, uh, but I sure as heck do want to. So maybe instead of an honorable mention, this should be a winter's activity wish list. Um, something I would love to do, something I haven't done, um, something I don't know where to do it in all reality. Um, but it's go dog sledding. I would love to try and go dog sledding. Alaska would be the place, um, or Canada or Russia, but even Sealy Lake Montana has a dog sledding club. See, I don't have to go there. I can and go other places, but when, when I think he, it would be cool. Um, it's just one of those bucket list items. I think it would be kind of cool to check out. Um, I don't know how into it I would get, but be fun to try for sure. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Um, but no, when we were snowmobiling one time up by Sealy, uh, we came across a guy training puppies 
So he had like 12 puppies pulling him. That would be cool. That's what we need on the podcast. Is someone <laughs> that trains dogs for dog sledding. That would be cool. Well, that would be a fun. Uh, that'd be a fun one to have on here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's my wish list. I just want to go dog sledding. I think it'd be really cool. Um, but my number one, I know everyone's been super anticipating it, waiting for it, waiting to hear it because it's a doozy. It's a fun one. Everybody enjoys it. It's hiking. Hiking <laughs> in the snow is a blast. Now, I think, I know what you're saying. You're probably saying, hey, Mark, that's not that crazy. I can hike any time here. Add a little snow involved. You hear the crunch of your boots as you walk. There's some, there's a silence when you're out there. Sometimes the snow's falling, you know, the snow falls off trees. The, the views are different. The views are always different in the snow. So it's worth those, your favorite hikes in the summer, check them out when there's snow because it's going to be a different hike. And so I love hiking. Can't go wrong with making hiking your number one in reality. <laughs> and less chance of a bear scare. There you go, right? Less bears in the winter. Less bears in the winter. That's a huge plus. Um, I mean, snow's pretty. The snow, adding snow to it adds a nice beauty, an awe factor that you don't necessarily uh, it's different awe and beauty that you get from the spring, from the summer, from the fall, you know. Really, all these hikes you do, you should do them once a season, <laughs> in all the seasons. That way you can get different views, different uh, different enjoyment, different experience out of all of them, um, doing them all four seasons, or depending on where you live, maybe two or three seasons that you have. <laughs> I like that because uh, when me and Jared did the Lamar Valley in the winter, um, you know that really tight area, um, kind of where there's like some waterfalls and stuff mm -hmm. on the river. Um, so there, when you're driving through that, there's a lot of icicles that form and the way they look and up on, on those rocks, you know, the way they, the water is dripping down. So it looks just kind of cool, to, you know, to see exactly what you're saying. Go check it out different time of year. Yeah, it, 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 it's beauty. It's, it's grace. It's everything. It's a different aspect. So uh, that's why hiking is my number one um, for, for my winter activities. So, I mean, that's our top five winter activities. And since we've gone through all five, that means it is that time. And I'm going to be that guy because it is time for the final words. So final words, my man. You know my idea, my thought, which you kind of just inspired there is to tell our guests, you know, thank you first off, right? You guys are what's keeping this thing going, but I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to go find a location, you know, in your backyard or, you know, down the street, wherever this may be, where you can experience the seasons, where you can be like, wow, you know, I live in Billings, Montana. I'm doing Fibs Park, which is a really cool hike, you know, right in my own back backyard, right in my town. I can go do, I could do it in the fall. I could do it in the spring. I could do it in the summer. I could do it in the winter. And I have done it in all those seasons personally. And those things, the leaves on the trees, the animals, the people, the, the trail itself changes in a sense. Um, so definitely go find that location, go find that place. And, you know, you'll be like, wow, thanks. So <laughs> I like the challenge. I like the challenge. 
do your your favorite hikes in a different time of season. I, that's a good one. Um, I, I enjoyed that challenge. I'm, I think I may take you up on it. <laughs> um, anyways, Reverend's final words of wisdom is uh, stay beautiful, everybody. Um, you know, I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate and love each and every one of the wanderers and all of you guys for listening and sticking around for this part of it. Um, I got a little, it's a little semi uh, self plug here on myself. Um, I have a like blog website thing, whatever you want to call it, that is not necessarily always nature oriented. Wandering Ways is still on it. So you'll be able to find it through the Wandering Ways aspects, but make sure to check out the unathletic trainer. TheUnathleticTrainer.com is the go-to. It'll be in the descriptions probably for this website. You'll find it on my socials, the Reverend Marcus on Twitter, Reverend Marcus on Instagram. You'll find it. It is The Unathletic Trainer, and basically it is all my health, fitness, sports medicine. Uh, basically, if you want to be a part of my personal nerd outs, it's really whatever I'm nerding out on at the time. It goes up on there. It has my trainings. It has the book that I'm reading. It has little experiments that I like to do on either myself or if I convince people to actually join in on my experiments as well. Um, but please go check it out. It's just something I'm doing, a little side project. And there's also Wandering Ways stuff there. You know, there'll be a little chit chat stuff about Wandering Ways. So if you love the podcast and you love the stuff, check it out theunathletictrainer.com. I like it. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, to learn and read more because I think what you do, I mean, helping athletes and staying healthy and living an active lifestyle falls just in line with what we're doing. You know, you need to be healthy. You need to stay active to go hiking and do the things that we're doing out in nature. Um, and that's awesome that you're, you're giving kind of your, uh, your, your recipe, your magic sauce, you know, uh, you're sharing it with the world. So. Hundred percent. It's just something to do. Get my more fitness aspect out there. Um, but you know, you guys stay beautiful. You're amazing, and all that. With that being said, peace out, everybody. Bye.